0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramya.
0: If you missed any of our show, check out one of our repeats. You can catch Kelly and Ramya again at 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Eastern. Here you are. Here we are, folks, back for another hour on the program, wherever you're listening in, around the world. Thank you very much. Watching us on AMI-tv in Canada, of course, the same thing for you. Appreciate you being with us as we swing open the gateway to your weekend. Halfway open, Ramya Muthen in Toronto, Kelly McDonald here in London, Ontario. And it's time to end our week with the latest sports updates. Brock Richardson, he brings us some headlines. Let's do it. Let's bring him on in and see what's going on.
2: I'm Brock Richardson, and I love sports. As a former pro athlete, I bring you the sports angle beyond the headlines, plus parasport news and
0: analysis. Glad to have you back with us, Brock. Appreciated you being with us on the roundtable yesterday. Uh, What's your leadoff item today?
2: So I want to take you back a little bit uh, into this week, and uh, I want to tell you that, General manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, Ross Adkins, spoke to the media uh, a week ago tomorrow, and the the general manager said uh, that John Snyder, the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, made the decision to remove Jose Barrios from from the game himself. As we talked about last week, I was pretty hard on the fact that, you know, that happened. uh, Kelly, you as well. And he also said that he was not aware of it until the time that it happened. Then we fast forward to yesterday when president of the Toronto Blue Jays, Mark Shapiro spoke, and he was preaching stability, continuity, and transparency, and also admitted to the fact that he knew of the plan to take Jose Barrios out of the game, but didn't know when it was going to happen. Now, I have to tell you this from the vibes that I got from Mark Shapiro, it feels to me like he understood there was some level of disconnect, not so much with the fans. He didn't seem to really care about the disconnect there. What he cared about was there was some disconnect between management and players. And so for me, once this second level of renovations are finished at the Rogers Centre, as we've seen over the last couple of years, I do think he's going to be more involved because I think he recognizes that there was a bit of a misstep here in the mixed messagings between Ross and himself. And he also dispelled any idea that some of these relationships were damaged because he said, I've been in meetings with Ross and John and they're fine. They're okay. Everyone will return next year. All of this has kind of left us all with, why didn't you speak first then, Mark, before, letting ross speak and say well i wasn't aware of the decision and then the guy above ross adkins says i knew about it i just didn't know when it was going to happen so a lot of confusing stuff Mm -hmm. happened here and i think the truth is we need moving forward at least within the organization some clarity as to who's doing what when and why
0: yeah um in my opinion what it seems to me is there was the plan to take him out based on the analytics and what we hear. We know these things are not made just by one person, i.e. Schneider or Don Matagly standing beside him. However, their experience plays in. Eye test also has something to do. Guy's pitching amazing. What are we taking him out for? Tells me in my mind, there was a belief by manager and and uh, that at some point we're taking him out. It's, it's almost like he's only going to be pitching 45, 47 pitches, out he has to come at that point. Well, this looks like the moment, based on the analytics, that that I would be taking him out, it is that time. It is too ridiculous to believe otherwise. The rest of the season, we see a, a pitcher come out. We can all be guilty, Brock, of saying, they left him in too long. Well, yeah, sure, you can tell that after they score four runs, okay? So it's easy to come out with those things or to say... Oh, his history against Brock is no good. I wouldn't leave. Oh, Brock, he just go. Okay, I get that. But this was so ridiculously. You're coming out. It wouldn't have mattered if we like it was. Oh, look, it's two thirteen. You're coming out, and yeah, right. I, I, it's too ridiculous. So, do I believe some of the folks knew? I believe. I believe totally. There was the message to Snyder whether he interpreted it right or wrong. That at a certain point, you're bringing him in. This is the point it's going to be because there was something in there. I don't think it was a like Don Mattingly and him. Hey, we forgot how to be managers right now. Bring him in. Yeah, or yeah, call in yeah. the clowns or something like that. I I don't know. It's such a ridiculous, blatant, sad move. If he was pitching wobbly for the innings ahead, all those other, Okay, I could see that, Yeah, you know, we're not sure he's going... This is probably a better chance Kikuchi's got. I, I could see that this guy was locked down. 100% the, locked down. Why would you, unless he injured himself, take him out?
2: The other thing here that really spoke to me was that Mark really, really pointed it out and said, we need to have some situation where John knows that John is the manager. We need we we need to do this we need to say that we believe in John as a person we believe right on. in Ross as a person this yep. this led me to believe well wait a second then did you not believe in that in the moment and this happened no. two years in a row and where it's like yep. what's going on here and
0: it could and, be and... John's interpretation Brock too that being a uh, this yeah. is his first go in the major leagues maybe he feels I I got to check with Mattingly he's over my shoulder I got to see what Ross says to do or what and yeah. you got all these players nattering at you including incidences caught on Apple TV where you're being screamed at by your third baseman so right. who knows exactly exactly
1: Okay, Brocky, you want to talk NHL. With us, the season's underway. You're going to talk about that in a second, but first, tell us about this puzzling um statement that they made.
2: Yeah, so this is a weird one. I told you guys a uh, part of the way through last year that, you know, they were going to remove these cause-based jerseys that they were not going to do this. They were not going to wear this because people were getting a little bit bent out of shape over them. So they said, "We're not going to do this." Then this year before the season started, they released a statement that said, "You can wear what you want. You can do what you want as long as it aligns with what we have in our in our documents that say whether you can or, or or cannot do that, and and it aligns with your team also giving their standards and code of conduct and et cetera." Then, in the same statement, they said, "However, you're not allowed to have any other tape than black." Or white on your stick. So we've gone from wait a minute, you're allowed. Why don't they just start
1: giving us uniforms then?
2: (laughs) Right, (laughs) like this is like to me, this is where the NHL needs to look at this and say, what are we doing? Because we're talking out of both sides of our mouth. We're saying you can do what you want when you want, but oh wait, we're gonna put this caveat in here saying you can't have cause-based tape you can't like what's that and, I, and I, when i say cause-based that also includes like october's uh breast cancer awareness month most of the guys were you know use pink tape they're not allowed to do that anymore but yet we can do what we want huh what what, what are we talking about here yeah. can we do what we can want, do what want? it's long starting as it's in to black sound and white. so strange yeah
1: Like, I don't think this uh, I think it started somewhere pretty controversial, but now it's just leaning into one side of the spectrum. That doesn't make any sense to me because we're talking like players, jerseys, different teams, different colors. And now they're kind of putting um, stringent policies on all of this. I don't even think that that's necessary.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I, I to me, it's like, okay, which one is this? And it's literally in the same statement. It's not like it's it's. Two separate. Yeah, it's statements. all with it, this angle, right? Yeah, it's all with the angle of do what you want, whatever you want, as However, long as it's within your team and our league guidelines. <laughs> However, right. you cannot use any other tape other than black, black and white. white. But pick any
1: color you want. Starting, uh, it started with the colors and the tape, and then where is it going to go?
0: Yep, yeah, they change right? it around. Like Be free to do what you want, as long as it's in black and white. So, uh, I mean, if it was injury-related, I could understand. If someone could get hurt, if mm. it was a safety issue
1: no this is this is like uniform this stuff. is
0: just but, arbitrary nonsense
1: yeah do you guys think that the nhl is just going too hard trying too hard because of all the other things that are happening
0: although um, there's stuff
1: they had to face in the last couple of years
0: yeah, the I nhl think, uh, goes they try to stay really, safe for all the mm-hmm. old people that like the sport and all the um <clears throat> close-mindedness that's out there but they want to seem as progressive as the nba and they're not even going to be close
2: well and their their commissioner is a little bit close-minded as well moving on uh, okay you know but, but, uh,
1: but really though like the organization has been hard under the microscope lately right so yeah
2: absolutely 100 mm-hmm. percent. As i said, said be... moving on in jest Period. but uh, yeah. he's, he's just <laughs> yeah. close-minded and he just you know it's it's you're almost clueless as to what you're saying in a statement because you're talking one way and then you're saying another in in the other and everyone looks and goes huh what yeah. like this yeah. is
0: this is confusing to me. So, For the people yeah. that read the first two lines of the release, now for the people who read the whole thing and see everything. Uh, give us your quick thoughts on the NHL. Who do you have as the best in the Canadian markets? And what is your prediction for the, for the Stanley Cup final?
2: Uh, best Canadian markets is going to be Toronto in the east and Edmonton in the west. My Stanley Cup final is Edmonton and Colorado. And I believe Colorado takes it home this year. That's... Uh, pretty much as simple as I can put it for you guys. Okay. MLB playoffs, quick thoughts. Uh, yeah. So we have uh, the MLB playoffs and we've got the Houston Astros versus the Texas Rangers and the Philadelphia Phillies versus the Diamondbacks. Listen, the Philadelphia Phillies have their top three players of uh, Trey Turner, Bryce Harper. And those are the guys that are making the most of your money and they're producing as well. So you need your top three guys in your in your in your lineup Kyle Swarber is your leadoff guy as well in that case and these three guys are demanding 700 million dollars uh, over a long term period and these guys are performing with an over 1,000 on base percentage and that's really really good in the playoffs you need your biggest pay, pay, paid players to perform and that's exactly
0: what the Philadelphia Phillies are getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of the same thing the Texas Rangers were getting.
1: Sorry, before yeah. we let you go, I want to know about the 2026 um, Olympic Games added to LA lineup.
2: Yes. Uh, the Olympic Games are going to have the following sports. Softball, cricket, squash, flag football, and lacrosse. To me, cricket is the, the one that you go, yeah, well, obviously that's a, that's a international sport. Mm-hmm. I agree with this. The other three, I'm kind of just like, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Is pickleball but, gonna
1: be added sometimes?
2: Well, I I would think so. <laughs> squash I would, is I, being added. You know, it's one and the same, but kind it, of. A cool it's kind note of cool the-
0: when they do this, right? Like when you see this because you have things as trial, and then let's add them and see how they go down.
2: Yeah, I mean, and again, yeah. there's nothing wrong with trying it. Something kind of cool on the parasport side of things is they're also looking at developing softball in the para side of things. So that's something to keep an eye out as well moving forward. But those sports that I gave you, uh, softball, cricket, squash, flag football, and lacrosse are guaranteed to be in the 2026 games
0: in Los Angeles. The interesting thing with flag uh, football and squash is there's almost like a safer way of, of doing them, of having them there and being more inclusive, wouldn't you say?
2: Yeah. And because... You're going to get the people about football that are going to say, well, if you had the the conventional football, you're going to get those naysayers who say football is dangerous, football is oh, dangerous. Yeah. So instead, you're looking at this and saying, well, this is flag football. And so you might get more buy-in in that regard. And there are people that are sports fans, non-sports fans, everything in between that watch the Olympic and Paralympic Games. So. To me, this is the right decision by putting flag football as opposed to saying, let's just put regular football because it's a dangerous, dangerous game to play with people who are, you know, a little bit pessimistic on on mm. on
0: uh, football in general. Yep. Thanks, Brock. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Mr. Richardson, he joins us for our sports discussion on Fridays on the show as he hits us with the latest sports on Fridays here on the show. Coming up next on the Chatty Bookshelf today, Ryan Huey tells us how you can listen to audiobooks using any Android-operated watch without being tethered to your phone. Stay tuned. He's got it for us. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner.
1: Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.